This is the Uncover You podcast, and I'm Eva Berunias. I'm here to help you navigate your transformational journey so you can experience the you underneath the conditioning and unconscious beliefs. You always find the show notes over at selfmasteryandbeyond.com. Let's get to the core of things. Here's today's episode. Hi there, and a warm, warm welcome to another episode of the Uncover You podcast. Today, we're diving into a very mm, topic, a topic that's very close to my heart, which most of these topics are, right? But um, there's something on the on my own journey for me that um, really like pivoted or expanded when I came to the point where I started to ask myself the question that we're going to explore in this ep- in this episode. And I received a question from a person listening to the podcast. And the question was this, or the topic that they were asking me to cover is this. And I'm, I'm reading here. Finding balance between consciousness and humanness. I notice I tend to either become very invested in my human experience or go far out into consciousness. Either way, I end up feeling disconnected from the other pole and keep oscillating back and forth. How can I anchor myself in the middle and stay connected to both? And then this person adds, or maybe it's about letting go of the illusion that there are two poles and start living from a place of wholeness, question mark, end quote. So yeah, this person kind of answers is own question a little bit um, because that is a piece of it like what part of us is it that is experiencing this as two poles but let's dive a little deeper and explore some of the other pieces to this topic and I also want to give you two very concrete things to practice or explore if you're in the same place in your journey or a longing to have more of divine consciousness being merged with your everyday human experience. So how does that sound? Um, So as this person touches on, are they poles? And is there a middle because in their question, there's this, so maybe I should, you know, how, how can I stay grounded in the middle? Is there a middle? And as you might, you know, suspect here <laughs> and, and see and experience is that these are all words, right? They, they are words pointing to a location in space, Humanness on one side, uh, you know, humanness to the right, <laughs> consciousness to the left, and we should be in between. And while sometimes these words are very helpful, right, to point us to uh, direct experience, they can also form an image that we're aiming for that is not helpful, like it, the map isn't accurate. And the fascinating thing that I have explored on my own journey and 
that I've had the pleasure to hear other teachers talk about as well is the paradox, right? That yes, the manifest side of consciousness is very much created in polarity. There is black or white, up and down, past and future. There's like this, there, there, there is polarity. There's water and there's fire. And these are all interacting and dancing with each other without gravity and that expansion of the universe that is happening. If it was just one or the other, there would be complete separation or total collapse. So there is this dance happening all the time and you've heard me talk about the polarity between the feminine and the masculine energy, right? The feminine that draws for for connection and the masculine that is space and consciousness itself and the feminine that is life and life just exploding out of everywhere so that is there that is part of our experience polarity is part of our experience and at the same time and this is the paradox there is something beyond that polarity, right? When you journey beyond that manifest side of consciousness into no thing, beyond time and space, beyond matter, and you connect with something that we're all created from and something that we all are, you can also sense the non-polarity, right? The non-duality, the oneness, the singularity, or the nothing, which all of universe have come from. So I always find it fascinating when I hear people kind of advocate for one or the other. No, it's it's non-duality. That's the truth, or it's uh, you know it's polarity teaching. That's the truth. For me, it's both, and the universe and our creation is just full of those paradoxes, right? While the mind is the one that wants to create one or the other, it's this or that. The mind often operates from polarity, so therefore it will also talk about this as a polarity. It's consciousness or humanness. Consciousness is in your humanness. But the question is, can you sense it? Can you pick up on it in this moment? And that's where the fun exploration begins, right? So now this question doesn't necessarily, and, and that's that's what I think, like, and that's how I tend to look at things. This question doesn't point to a problem. This question points, it's coming up because you're in a potent point in your journey. And there is a longing. Can you tune into the longing? So if, if you have a similar longing and, and the person who asks this question, like tuning into this longing... 
Okay, I find myself going between one or the other, but what is it that I want? What is it that I long for? Ah, that longing is what takes you onto the next thing on your journey, into your next expansion. And often it might come out as a problem, as a question creating a problem, <laughs> or as a question like stating it as a problem. I do this and I do that, and how can I not do that? But what I really think it's coming from is like, okay, you've reached a point where there's a longing for the next thing, for the next experience. So the reason I'm saying this is also to tune all of your attentions to start honoring your longings. They're not problems. We're so used to looking for problems, looking for the things that are not working, looking for the things that we're not doing, looking for the things that our kids or our partner or our families not doing, you know, and it's part of evolution. It's part of our primal brain looking for dangers and uh, fires and fighting tribes and all of that. But so often now what will, so often that is not necessary now and that program is still running. So practicing a different way of looking at the world, looking for the things that are working and instead reorient ourselves to like, this is not a problem that needs to be solved, but I think underneath is a longing that will take me to the next thing. So that's why these questions are so important that we ask ourselves these questions. Um, and if we could be even more honest with the longing and in touch with the longing underneath that maybe there's no problem here at all it's just ah, I'm standing on this threshold and I sense that there is more I sense there is a deeper experience to be had and that's what I'm longing for so that's a bit of a side note on this topic but something that I just want to bring up is something that we're practicing right now inside of um, being me a lot it's one of our pillars for spring like look for what's working and start really honoring your longings and desires because they are the ones that are leading you to the next chapter of your life your the next chapter of your inner work the next chapter on your spiritual journey um and everything right so are they poles or not poles <laughs> And I want to say they're both, <laughs> because in this manifest side then of consciousness, we experience them as poles, right? And, but I want to give some nuance to that, because what I hear in this question is, okay, I get sucked into my human experience, and I, if I had this person here, I would ask, like, what is that? What, what do you mean by the human experience? And I would I would take a wild guess here without completely knowing, but I would think that that might be colored by uh, the identification with the mind. So what we call the human experience is like now I'm in my mind and in my thinking and in my doing. And if, if that's the case, there's also more to the human experience where the human experience you're having from up in your mind might not be as nourishing as a human experience that is more 
merged with divine consciousness, where you can sense and feel consciousness in your everyday life, also in your doing, in your being, in your humanness. The key to that is, and you might have picked up on it because those were the words that I was using, so in, instead of the thinking and doing and figuring it out and kind of living from up in the head, is very much more of sinking down into your yin, into your feminine experience, and into sensing and feeling in your body. Because that is your connection very much with divine consciousness. So sensing and feeling on one hand and awareness on the other hand are ways that you can bring divine consciousness into your human experience. And you can do this in so many ways, right? You can either dance with them as poles, like, and seeing that one is meeting the others and dance between them and allow them to do that. Or they can merge and come together. So let me let me get a little more practical here because I feel like I'm going a bit abstract and it's always going to be, right, when we talk about these things because, again, they're words. The two things that I want to mention as examples or, or practices to do with this is, number one, get more connected with your body and with sensing. Build a relationship with sensing first, before your mind. And this is shifting that identification with your mind. And instead, you are awareness inhabiting this body, you're sensing, you're feeling, and thinking is a part of that experience. But you're not living your life from up on that you know, that, that floating head on top of everything that seems to be some kind of motherboard that is deciding over everything else and giving meaning to everything. And another way of saying this is, of course, mindful. That's a word that's been most commonly used for it the past, you know, 20 years, right? Uh, but it is about presence. It is about being here and now through feeling and sensing. When you walk, when you stand up from the kitchen table and walk over to have another cup of coffee, can you feel your feet on the ground? Can you feel your breath? Can you feel <sighs> the aliveness in your body? Can you feel yourself being alive here? That merges the experience of consciousness with your humanness. And now often that experience of humanness starts shifting and becoming something so much greater than the image that the mind was painting about what it is being a human. Now you're having the direct experience of being in your body, of breathing, of blood rushing through you. And to me, these very much go hand in hand. There's like a dropping into my body, expanding my or shifting my 
tuning the quality of my attention so that I'm allowing consciousness, life, God into me. And I feel that in every cell of my body. I feel it in my breath. I feel it behind my eyes. I feel it underneath me. I feel that's what's moving me. So that's a way, right, of allowing these two things to merge, or these seemingly two things to merge. But as I hope you've picked up on, it's a lot about unidentifying with the mind. And I'll come back to that in the in the end, but I hope you haven't missed that next week, if you're listening to this when this episode comes out, I'm doing a free session that's called Accessing Consciousness, where I talk about how you can tune your attention, shift the quality of your attention so that you can pick up on that direct experience of consciousness. Because now when you have that different home, now you can relate to your mind in a different way. Now you're not identified with it, and now you can start bringing that experience of consciousness like into your everyday. So please join me there. It's free. It's happening two times next week. I think it's on Thursday and Sunday. Come hang out with me and explore this together with me. So the other thing that I want to mention as a way of allowing these two things to merge is my experience going on the journey of accessing consciousness and sensing myself as consciousness. It was very much as this person writing this question describes like going way out there into consciousness and it's almost like going away out into space and into the no thing. It was a lot later that I learned how to bring that back, how to instead of turning away from something, I brought that with me, with me and turned towards all the parts of me. It's bringing the light, the love, the loving awareness to the wounds, to the parts that have been feeling isolated and lonely, to the shadow parts that hasn't been allowed and to welcome them. So once you start having that experience of consciousness, instead of just going out, 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 out with it, it's a sense of turning towards your human with it. And it's basically holding that sense of both, right? Of the paradox. I am, and this is the human. I am God, and I'm having this human experience. And none is better than the other. It's just, this is what's happening. Because a lot of us take up meditation or go on a spiritual path because we are suffering, right? So a way to escape from the suffering is to turn away from it into some kind of 
experience of light and love, but that seems to be mm, away from us. And when we step back into our minds and the experience of our body, it's like, oh, there's the suffering again. But what if there can be both? What if both can be allowed and if we can bring the love to our own suffering? Bring the loving awareness to our own suffering. So with those two keys or ways of playing with this, ways of exploring that, being dropping into your body and sensing and being more here and now and unidentified with the mind and learning, like growing that muscle of sensing and feeling more and more and more. And number two, the thing of turning towards your humanness, turning towards your mess, turning towards your suffering and all the experiences, turning towards your mind <laughs> as consciousness. With those two, I mean, they both require practice, right? And practice doesn't mean this hard kind of work that, we have, uh, that we've come to interpret it as. But it's much more like again and again, <sighs> turning your attention there, directing your attention there. And it's not so much in a narrow way, in a narrow focus, like, okay, where is it? Looking for it. It's much more <sighs> softening it, opening it. And that's exactly one of the things that we practice extensively inside Beyond the Mind and that I will give you a glimpse of, or a, more than a glimpse, <laughs> I will give you <laughs> some explorations of that, that you get to try out yourself and, and give you much more of the why and how it works in that free session, Accessing Consciousness. And if you like what you're experiencing inside that free session, you can decide to jump in with me in the next 10 weeks of Beyond the Mind. There are practices that you move through by yourself, um, and do every week, like simple, clear instructions, not overwhelming. <laughs> we're right now, we're taking some stuff out that might seem confusing and just making it even more clear and to the point and simple, but super impactful. And on top of the self-study practices that you're doing, we're, we're meeting every month for live sessions where we are practicing how can you bring this new loving awareness this the state of consciousness to the parts of you that are longing for it to other people to your relationships to your healing you hear me guide tina into doing that in our coaching sessions right you hear her getting better and better at doing that holding herself that way instead of reacting from an old part and speaking about that other part or trying to explain things for it. No, instead, just holding that space there for things to occur. So if you want to get better at that as well, if you feel that that's, that's the next part of my journey, come join us inside Beyond the Mind and definitely come join us for the free session, Accessing Consciousness. And... Um, you'll get to explore that. So I hope that these 
nuggets have been helpful for if you're longing to have more of the experience of consciousness, of divine consciousness in your everyday human experience, that they don't have to be two separate things that are happening in like separate boxes. Like here's my meditation time and now I'm stepping out of that and now I'm ident identified with my mind. No, this is, this is, this is an ongoing journey. And if you long to have a more joint experience or have that sense of like, ah, oh, there's more to this, then I uh, invite you, I encourage you to follow that longing and allow it to take you on the next exploration on this journey, this next expansion of your journey. And I can tell you that for me, it's always been worth it, taking the journey making the effort, fine-tuning my attention, growing my capacity to move my attention to these different experiences. Okay, that's it for today. I hope to see you next week live in Accessing Consciousness session and um, hopefully in the next round of Beyond the Mind that starts in the end of February as well. Take good care. Thank you for listening. And if this was helpful to you, I appreciate a review in the podcast app that you're using. Until next week.